This is Valley Views, our weekly conversation with influential and interesting folks from around the Wet Mountain Valley. Today we're visiting with Liam Christie, a flamenco guitarist from St. Louis who's been in town touring through the Wet Mountain Valley, and he's heading for Points West. Liam, welcome to the program. Thank you so much. It's really good to have you here. Now, uh, you're based in St. Louis. What's the music scene like in St. Louis? St. Louis has a really rich musical history, jazz, blues. A lot of you probably have heard this recently, the passing of Chuck Berry, one of that's, the greatest. That's true. That was in St. Louis, yeah. And I was fortunate enough to play with Chuck Berry one time on stage. He came in and <laughs> sat in with my band. So I used, uh, he used my main guitar, and then I picked up my backup guitar, and we played like three of his tunes. And it was a packed house at an old nightclub called Mississippi Nights. It was fantastic. Oh, very cool. He, he was uh, 90 years old and, I, and probably playing until uh, till the day he died, like Pete Seeger. I think he, uh, last few years he slowed down a little bit, yeah. but... Yeah, there's a new release of his out uh, posthumously that his his family is also, his son is a musician and his daughter is a musician. Hmm. And they, they've been putting the CD together for quite a while. So that's coming out or is out now. But yeah, Chuck Berry is a big part of St. Louis musical history along with Miles Davis. That's very cool. I actually have a uh, connection with uh, St. Louis when I was uh, between two and four years old, lived in a uh, little little known suburb of St. Louis called uh, Ferguson. and uh, <laughs> I know Ferguson. And TC, who has a place in town, uh, goes by her initials, but her uh, name is Therese Chouteau. She's like ninth generation of the Chouteau family, which uh, are the French fur traders that are founders said to, of St. Uh, Louis. Uh, uh, said to have, uh, you know, sort of founded St. Louis. So uh, Indeed, yeah. It's a name in St. Louis that's known. There's a street named after him. Oh, that's right. Now, you're on a, uh, a tour here, stopping by the Wet Mountain Valley. Where are you heading from here? I'm playing in the San Luis Valley next. Uh, I'm going to play, play in Del Norte at a place called Wildwood Sounds. And then I'm playing in Crestone at a place called uh, the Shumei International. or It's a Japanese retreat center. It's right over the Sangre de Cristo Mountains. We, we are not far as the crow flies from there. That's, Indeed, I've looked on the map. Sure. It's super interesting. It, it maybe is uh, 15 miles at the most away from here. And and people will uh, start on this side of the Sangres and uh, do a day hike over over to Crestone. So it's uh, it's it's a fairly fairly long walk, but it uh, it it can be done. Now, how about after that? You're you're on the road for uh, for some weeks or months, as I understand. Yeah, I have dates uh, ending in California, so I'll be playing. Uh, possibly in Santa Fe. That uh, I'm still waiting to hear back on the confirmation, and then going to on to Sedona, and mm-hmm. then on to California. So, what's the best best thing about being on the road? Meeting a lot of really great people. I think that's the the biggest thing for me in seeing the beauty of this country. That that's uh, by car through the windshield is a great way to see things. Uh, what are the what's the worst thing about being on the road? Uh, I can't really think of anything offhand. Honestly, I think it's mostly good things about traveling. How about playing just 30 seconds of guitar? Introduce okay. folks to what, what we're talking about here when we're talking about flamenco guitar. Uh, I'm not sure we're going to play. I'm just going to kind of warm my hands up Okay, because I just woke up. Thank you. 
Now, I, I had occasion to see uh, Andre Segovia on stage uh, many years ago, and he'd be certainly considered a classical guitarist. Both of your guitars look very similar, but the music is uh, quite different. How, how would you uh, characterize flamenco uh, versus sort of straight-ahead classical? Yeah, I, I've heard this question comes up a lot. The difference is in the approach, technical approach. The guitar is slightly different, but it's mostly in the way you play. And I wasn't trained as a classical guitarist. I started off with rock and roll and studied jazz as well. So I went from there into flamenco, which was, was uh, a difficult transition, playing with uh, fingers instead of a pick. The main difference is the way you attack the guitar. Classical, and I'm not even going to demonstrate any classical, but there's techniques in flamenco that include uh, rasqueados and golpes. So the first thing that comes to mind, when you hit the guitar like this, I'm hitting below the strings, and I'm using a little bit of my nails on my right hand and the flesh. And it gives a hard, also, lot of percussion. And uh, there's also a, a pick guard on the guitar. It's transparent. You can't really see it. Classical guitarist does not have this. They also can do percussion quite a bit, but they're, they use more of the flesh of their fingers, and uh, they don't use the nail. There's different gulp, that's a golpe, which means hit mm -hmm. in Spanish. Um, so you can hit down here, you can hit up here, you can... Um so I'm using, just kind of improvising some compas for... Uh, uh, Bularias is that form. So I did some rasqueados. I did uh, some golpes. There's a whole uh, there's a whole jargon to many art forms, and flamenco guitar has more than its share because there are so many rhythms, and uh, and you, and it's such a percussive sound. Now. Uh, for those out there in Radio Land who can't see things, uh, just a few observations. Uh, normally, a classical guitar would be played with the neck, uh, one one leg elevated, oh, and, right. and, the, and the neck pointed up. The you're, you're playing it. Uh, the the neck is parallel to the ground, and it it looks as though your uh, your hand is sort of midway between the sound hole and the bridge to give it that more percussive. What? It's got more attack. It's got more bite. Yeah, these are also comparisons with classical where they're playing more over the sound hole. Flamenco. Yeah, it's a, I'm actually playing quite close to the bridge at that point. And that really gives it a, not a tinny sound, but a... A, a brighter attack. Yeah, br and also on the, on the low E string. I'm just like a couple inches from the bridge. And it's interesting, uh, you, you come up with uh, recognizable chords to me, where a classical guitarist, it would be... That would be less frequent, I would think. It's more about the note. Now, I noticed, uh, as I was listening to you last night, that uh, you played some straight-ahead flamenco. 
mm-hmm. uh, sounds. You played some Brazilian mu- music, which is a little bit different. You played uh, Miserlou uh, by the, the king of the surf guitar, Dick yeah. Dale. So you, you pull from a lot of different genres. Well, my roots, uh, when I was growing up, I listened to rock and roll like, like a lot of people. I didn't get into flamenco until about 16 years ago. And uh, learning that is all this different st- styles of playing, techniques of playing, along with the repertoire. And I just want to kind of further talk about the, the foundation of flamenco is about com- accompanying singing, mm-hmm. which is called the cante, and then accompanying the dance, the baile. So those are the foundations of flamenco. And th- just basic compass the the rhythmic patterns that exist so i'm going to do an example of uh, a typical solea Perfect. Uh, you mentioned that your early early days, different kinds of music were your influence. Who were some of your influences in, in rock or blues or whatever you were after at the time? A big influence on me is a guitarist named John McLaughlin. Mm-hmm. And he had a group called Mahavishnu Orchestra. Mm-hmm. That was, I think he was my favorite guitarist in my high school uh, time period. And that sort of got me, that was the transition into je- into more straight-ahead jazz, where I studied John Coltrane. Before that, I was liked Hendrix, and I liked uh, Jeff Beck, different kinds of uh, rock guitarists. So those are, those are kind of my roots. Chuck Berry as well, being from St. Louis. Mm-hmm. How about playing us a song or two? I think that would be, uh, that'd be great for the folks out there. What would you like to do at this early hour of the morning? Well, why don't I why don't I start with a it's a Spanish dance. It's called it's called Sevianas. And uh this particular one is uh Sevianas de la Vida. Thank you. 
about uh, playing us another tune, maybe something a little different technique or style or uh, type, type of song? How about Ms. Lou? You want to hear a little I bit? Would, I would love to hear that. This, is, uh, this was uh, in the film Pulp Fiction? Yeah, it was the theme, or not the theme, it was, a, it was a part of it. And the arrangement I do of it is kind of based on a flamenco piece called Sambra. And it's, uh, I guess, what you could say, a quasi-flamenco version of it. And would you say on a song like this that you're, uh, you're, you, you haven't found a piece of sheet music, but you're, you have an idea and you figure it out? Yeah, I listen to the melody and I figure out how to really create the essence of the song, make it recognizable, and give it a feeling, you know, as I'm playing it, that, that feels good to me musically. Mm-hmm. And, and just work out the parts and get the voicings together and figure out where I want to put, you know, different techniques, I guess you could say. I want to capture the element of the song and give it my, uh, give it my flavor. Great. Well, uh, this is Liam Christie, and let's, uh, let's listen to his version of uh, Miserlou. Thank you. 
Beautiful. Thank that, you. Thank we, you so much. We have been listening to uh, the uh, beautiful rhythmic style of uh, Liam Christie from St. Louis, traveling through the Wet Mountain Valley on his journey west. Liam, thanks for joining us today. My pleasure. This is Gary. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll uh, see you next time right here in the Wet Mountain Valley. You've been listening to Valley Views on KLZR 91.7 FM. Valley Views airs Tuesdays and Thursdays at 7 a.m. and 4 p.m., and again on Saturday morning at 10 a.m. Send your ideas and comments to comments at klzr.org. Valley Views is produced by the volunteers of KLZR 91.7 FM. I'm walking on a rainbow with my feet on solid ground. 